Welcome back to another episode of the Hip Hop Heads Podcast. Yes, sir. We're back. We're back. G-Man's got them flows that's replenishing. And grams of that dro, that's my medicine. I've never been uh, afraid of other MCs because I diminish them. Mortal Kombat say to mine, nigga, because I finish it. I'm a creep so deep like a heartbeat, like a bench player. Man, you never want to start me. Not hardly do you ever scar me. Still, I smoke blunts like I was with Bob Marley. It's ungodly how I go hard. See, pass me the car key. Let's go fucking party. Okay. Where niggas be at drinking on McCarthy. Uh-huh. Where bitches act wild like they on Marley. Yo, 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 welcome back to another episode of the Hip Hop Heads Podcast. H-Cubed up in this bitch. Yo, yo, yo. My name is Koopa, and I'm here with your man, Mr. Chris Ben Bass. Yes, sir, man. We're back with another episode. Um, I know it's been a long time since you guys may have heard from us. Yep. Um, As you guys may have known, we were going to bring to you guys a, a 50th episode a special, which was going to be talking about... Uh, hours and a panel that we had, um, top 10 rappers. Yes, and the episode has been, uh, recorded and it was a lit ass experience. Yes. Uh, I've, I've heard back from all of the panels saying how much fun they had on that joint. Um, but there was a slight tragedy. Uh, the uh, something happened with one of the mics, and the mic fell during <laughs> us yeah, recording. Pretty much, yeah. And after the mic fell, it pretty much fucked up all of the sound for the podcast. After that, so it was probably thirty minutes of goodness, and, and then, then like, everything else was screwed. And I think it was we were on there for almost an hour and a half. Right, so that's a good hour of just <laughs> not listening or audible fucking audio. Exactly. So we got um. I'd let everybody know, but everybody's down to come back and do it, so we are going to get that episode yes, out to you guys. Unfortunately, it's not going to be episode 50. Uh, unfortunately, unfortunately, this is episode 50. Yes, this is episode 50, and uh, thank you for making it to our milestone. Yes, sir. There is one more bit of new news that I'd like to share with everybody. Okay. Uh, our podcast is now available on oh, iHeartRadio. We applied for iHeart probably almost six months ago. Oh, damn. Uh, yeah, I applied for it almost six months ago um, with one of my boys. Uh, the He works with the Mike and Eric podcast, and he also is one of the, uh, I think, the managers or directors on the uh, the Kane show, okay. 99.5, around this way. Uh, so and I tried to go through his connections to get on iHeart, right. and that didn't seem to work out. Right. So I applied through the actual website, and... We got accepted. So now we are available on iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, and iHeartRadio. So if you listen to iHeart or you know anybody that would like to listen to us, uh, you tell them, hey, you can check it out on iHeart too. Yes, sir. All right. Well, I guess let's go ahead and jump into the episode now yes, that we're back. Yes, sir. We're back. So we're going to do a regular episode for y'all today. Yes, sir. Uh, y'all know how we do. We talk about the hip hop uh, community and all things inside of it and all around it. And um, I will say that uh, there's been a lot of things happen. Uh, Eminem dropped the album Kamikaze oh, since yeah, the last time yeah. we had one of these. Yeah, man. It was a little I think after we did the last <laughs> I think after we did the Nicki Minaj album review, I think it came out like two days later. <laughs> oh, true, true. Um, also, what? Lil Wayne released the Carter 5. Yeah, true. Uh, now, I've listened to both Kamikaze and the Carter Five. Mm. Uh, Kamikaze, mm, I'm not a big, I've never been a big, big Eminem fan, but I recognize talent. And it was pretty good, but to me, not especially anything like super special. You know, honestly, right? And I guess I'm gonna just put these two albums in a nutshell what, what I'm about to say, but I feel like, um, Eminem got like don't get me wrong I, like you said I've never really been a, a huge Eminem fan mm-hmm. but like you said there's some songs that or, or some albums that I you know are like I'll acknowledge being good albums yeah. but I feel like Eminem got to a certain point right where he, I hate to say this where he almost started being corny you know what I mean or like oh I can definitely see where you're going with that like, yeah and, and, and I feel like Lil Wayne is getting is, I'm not saying he's bad but I feel like he's like I mean, after a while, after you've been around and you've released yeah. so much stuff, it's like, what else do you have to talk about? Especially, that's one thing I always said about Wayne. Like, you, like, what the fuck is this nigga gonna talk about? Cause I mean, yeah, y'all were talking, remember we, we had, we had the discussion 
<clears throat> I thought he was just releasing too much with the mixtapes and everything. Yeah. He's like, no, mixtape Weezy, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, yeah, all that creative stuff that he came out with on those joints. But yeah. what is he going to talk about after he hits a plateau and has yeah. nothing else to talk about? Yeah. And I feel like that the Carter Five is a perfect ex- example of that problem. What'd you think about the uh, the Kendrick and, and Lil Wayne uh, Mona Lisa? That song actually wasn't bad. I liked it. Like I said, that album, like it wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be because I thought it was just going to be horrible. Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought it was going to sound really, really outdated and all the songs, but it sounds like he went and redid some songs or yeah. put a new spin I mean, on some stuff. Especially since uh, Baby's been holding it hostage for however long. Exactly. I'm and XXX sure. Tentacion was on the first track. Right. And he wasn't even out at the time that the Carter Five was originally supposed to come Man, out. Man, this is so funny, right? But like kind of fucked up at the same time that this nigga didn't even know how to pronounce a nigga's name. <laughs> what do you call it? XXX? XX? Sensation or some shit? extension. Oh, extension. He said, rest in peace, extension. Oh my God. Dog. Like, at least, like, that, I'm not going to lie, right? I kind of feel like that might be kind of, like, weird in a sense because it's kind of like, did you really want to put this nigga or are you kind of just using his name because the nigga died? Yeah, exactly. Like, if you don't even know how to pronounce the nigga's name. Yeah. But, uh, you know, we bring hot takes to the table over here. So. Exactly. But, yeah, so, um, I, honestly, right, I, so which album would you say you like best out of those two? Out of those two, I would say I have to like, I would like Lil, uh, Lil Wayne's album better. Um... But that's not really saying much. I'm about to say, yeah. <laughs> Yo, hey, let me tell you something, dog. Let me tell you where Eminem completely lost me, dog. And he might have gained a million other people. Uh-huh. He definitely lost me when he started doing songs with like Rihanna and like. Yeah, he kind of got mainstream or main yeah, poppyish. Or... Very poppyish. Where like moms know em- moms used to probably hate Eminem. Yeah. And now, like, they love, like, they know the, the, like, the lines to certain Eminem songs. It is kind of crazy, right? Yeah, dog. So, I don't know. To me, I feel like after that point, I just honestly stopped giving a fuck about what the fuck Eminem was even saying. <laughs> like, it, it's so funny, right? Cause this nigga could rap his ass off. Yes, right? 100%. Yeah. What the fuck you're talking about? What you're saying? I don't really care. I don't, really really care. Don't I don't yeah. Uh. Well, you I mean, you, you know, I guess it's just, you know, you, you kind of gravitate towards music that you relate to. And maybe that Eminem was just something that neither one of us related to like yeah, that. That's true. That's true. So. That is very true. I mean, I feel like there's a lot of other musicians that maybe I don't relate to as much. But I mean, hey, there's a lot of other ones that I don't. And you know what I'm saying? So it goes, I guess it goes both ways. Yeah. I will say this. Uh, I said this uh, before the episode. I felt like the Lil Wayne album felt, uh, like a little dated, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? That might be because of, even though he might have gone back and did, like, for example, the Kendrick song, I feel like is a relatively yeah. new song. Uh-huh. Um, and a couple other songs, like. Because he said a couple of them joints have been just sitting there. Oh, yeah, no. Nah. And, and, and that's what I'm saying, like. Like, I think Mona Lisa had just been sitting oh, there. Oh, had it? I think oh, so. Oh, okay. I'm not sure though. I, I remember I was, I kind of watched part of an interview that he had on like 60 Minutes or whatever it was. Yeah. And he was saying something about some of the songs and how old some of them were versus some of them. I don't really remember if it was the Kendrick one for sure. I could have right. just been because oh, you okay. just said it. Right. <laughs> that now it's in my head. No, please. But, um, but no, nah, I, I want to say that he, yeah, he said some of them have, are older. Then some of them, some of these gonna work. And I mean, that's something that I would kind of expect. Like, if you have something that you think is a hot song, it still could be a hot song three years down the line. So, you know, you could keep that joint. Um, but I mean, who knows, you know, like. And, and this is another thing, right? Like, I, on everything, dog, you look on every motherfucking no way now, dog, mm-hmm. before this joint. It had at least one joint that was the song at the fucking moment. That is very true. There is not one song like that. That is very there. fucking true. You're every absolutely last right. Carter album had a song that was the fucking. Hottest song at the moment, but nothing like that this week. Maybe so. my man's just lost his touch. I mean, like I said, it's been like what six years since the Carter Five was supposed so, to come out. So how how do you handle that? Like as like when like the when the culture kind of like starts to shine a little bit, how, you just bow out. Do you even make a statement? I mean, I think that you just kind of you either bow out 
and fold under the pressure or you just keep making your music and letting it stand for your fan base because i mean like you said like i'm like we've heard a hundred times like hip-hop is not a old man's game hip-hop is really a young man's game if you think about it when the majority of mcs have been the hottest or when they were reaching their peak they were all young like Nas was i think 17 or 18 when he first came in the game yeah. jay-z was like around the same age but he actually peaked later on like a little right. bit later yeah. on you know big came in the game young uh dre and them came in the, in the game Everybody's young. so yeah like it's usually a younger man's game it's only nowadays that has been the older man days because you have a lot of the veterans still hanging around from the 90s like the 80s veterans didn't hang on as much as the 90s veterans do now Right. So it's just like you still got them. Plus, you got niggas that just come out older. Nicki Minaj didn't get a uh, contract, I think, until she was like uh, 24, 25. Right. Future is older on the older side. Two Chains is on the older side. All of them were older when they got their contracts. I think Future's like, I mean, Two Chains like 42 right now. And then he didn't get a contract yeah, until right. he was like in his mid 30s. Right, right. That's what so, like. Now, but you know what? Um. This is who, uh, who I will say I feel like is aging, like I guess you could say gracefully in hip hop. Okay. Is uh is Styles P. I don't know. Of course. You, I don't know if you've heard uh, the joint he got with Davies. He I've heard it. some of it. I haven't heard the whole I, thing I, I yet. From what? From like the first three tracks that I heard, it was pretty good. I like. I really like the first joint. That joint is fire. Like like as far as like, as far as like if I feel like when you listen to it like. When you listen to Styles, you listen to, for, to him for a certain like thing. You know yeah, what I mean? and I feel like if you listen to it for that, for bars and just prettiness, yeah, and they both deliver in that aspect. I feel so. If y'all haven't heard that, uh, definitely check that out for sure. Um, but 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 that's that's something that I feel like is is something uh, that as a as an older artist might be something they want to do is collab with a younger guy. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, staying in your lane, you know what I mean? I feel like that's very important as an older rapper. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's something, right, that Eminem really isn't doing right now. Maybe Lil Wayne is, maybe, you know, but I feel like Eminem is kind of liking the little sh- spotlight he's on right now, to be honest. That is true. And you got to think about it. Like, again, most of Eminem's spotlight right now comes not only from the fact that he released this song, this giant. But the, it was taking yeah, jabs at a whole rack of people. Oh, yeah. And he was taking jabs at rappers pretty much for the first time. Anybody who wasn't named Ja Rule. Because he took oh, jabs yeah. at Ja Rule because of the whole infamous, you know, Ja Rule versus Shady Aftermath. Yeah. Yeah, you know, yeah. whatever. Uh, but I mean, yeah, he'd only gone after what? Like Christina Aguilera, Britney Spears, <laughs> the Backstreet Boys on, on record. He'd right. never actually gone against another MC. And... Right. I thought it was interesting because I like I like I think Charlemagne called it like uh, Manny's Mayhem or some shit <laughs> like that because like him coming out with that record caused MGK, G Easy, and some other white rapper who I cannot remember the name of right now to all come out with these freestyles apparently oh, right. that were like all pretty good. Right. Uh, apparently that put MGK on everybody's radar again because he had the best one out yeah. of all of them. Yeah, yeah. So like. Nah, you know it's funny. Right? I thought it was. I thought it was interesting that way. <laughs> it's so dog. I'm sorry, dog. White white like white rappers are hilarious, dog. Hey. Like sh- like shout out to y'all because honestly, most white rappers that uh that like you know make it yeah. can actually spit their asses off. I mean, they have to. Like have at to. least that's what the status quo yeah, was. That's true. I will. I will give. Y'all niggas that right? I know it's a wild statement right there. Yeah, but I will give y'all that. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I will give y'all that. I'm going to give y'all niggas right. the white rappers. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to give y'all niggas white. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm going to give y'all that, right? Yeah, at least y'all, y'all, y'all can all spit. Yeah. But y'all niggas is funny as shit. Because I have to admit, like Eminem, of course, bars. <clears throat> MGK has bars. He just doesn't have like popular songs that are bars. But he's got bars. Uh, G Easy, he does his thing, <laughs> and uh, like I said, I don't even know who the other dude is, so like I can't. Right, right. I, I've never apparently, I probably never heard his music, but I mean, like it was, it was a little interesting time, and it was just like okay, like all the beef right now is straight white people, like we right. can just kind of sit back and watch yeah. the foolishness, you know what I'm saying? You gotta love it. Man. It's almost like watching Shameless. <laughs> Yo, hey, damn, that's a fact. Yo, hey, I'm not gonna lie, right? If I if I look out my window and I see two people fighting. <laughs> And they're both white. 
I get like an extra like amped up feeling like yeah let's go, man. Let's go. watch these niggas be yes. ratchet <laughs> I love watching y'all be ratchet actually you know what that was the whole reason like sidebar like a motherfucker that was the whole reason that I like to watch the motherfucking Jersey Shore cause I like to watch white people being ratchet as fuck that is very <laughs> it's a true. good change to see white people acting ratchet and not just us on you, TV you acting ratchet you know what's funny right cause I feel like it's so fucked up because I feel like I know it's gonna sound wild like a wild hot take but I feel like they like to push like the narrative that like we're the only ones who be ratchet yep yep especially they, black people de- nigga even definitely black people and, and also Spanish people because they like to the, I don't know just as, as a whole just color people in general yeah color people in general you know what I'm saying but y'all want motherfuckers be wild too I'm saying what Y'all niggas be wildin' the most. Because you know what? why? Y'all niggas be wildin' and y'all privileged. That's what I'm saying. Y'all can get away with shit. Y'all can get away with it. Alright, well, since we since we happen to be on the subject of music right now and talking about albums, there's going to... I feel like there's been an eternal question all year. Who is winning the most right now in hip-hop when it comes to females? Is it Nicki Minaj or Cardi B? Now, there's been all type of shit that's gone down this year between them, even with Cardi being pregnant. And then everything gets topped off with a sh- with a, a show out at the Met where basically right after Cardi dropped that baby, she tried to drop Nicki Minaj <laughs> and she ended up taking off her shoe and flinging it through a fucking, uh, I guess, a hallway or whatever right. to try and hit Nicki with it. All of this shit has culminated into just like... A hodgepodge of fuckery that is just unbelievable. Including a picture of Cardi looking devious with a dick ass knot. Yes, what the knot? That joint is hilarious. I'm sorry. The fact that she that she just she owned it too. Like she didn't even try and fake on it. She fucking owned the shit. Well, I guess we're gonna get to the answer. Yeah, but the question is, my question is, album wise. Because they both had albums that came out this year. Uh, both successful albums. Who won on Wax? Because that's really where it matters. Who do you think won on Wax? Look, I'm going to be honest, right? Um, I feel like Cardi B won on Wax for a couple reasons. Um, I feel like Cardi, for one, has been, without a doubt, in my opinion, the hotter one out of the two. True. Um, I feel, to be honest, right, I, I've never really been a Nicki fan, right? Mm-hmm. But especially now, so, because I feel like Nicki makes it real, real easy to not, like, if you, if you don't already like her, to not want to tune into music. That is very true. You know what I mean? Because I, I don't know, dog. Like, like, it, like you were saying earlier, um, I feel like Cardi's album is more fun. You know what I mean? Like, 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 Cardi is like, Nikki's like the like the strict girlfriend that don't let you go out with your friends. <laughs> Cardi's the one who like will go with y'all to the strip club. <laughs> or, or, or I was gonna say makes pizza when your friends come over. Yeah, you know? facts. <laughs> facts. <laughs> but nonetheless, you know what I mean. I, I I just feel like as a whole, Cardi sells herself her image way better, and I feel like that as a whole makes the albums more enjoyable to me. Yeah. Um, and that just if you look at her whole album, like you said, almost. Probably more than half of it is has been a single on the radio, yep. and not just a single, but like a, a big single, charting, single. yeah, charting single. Like her first single is probably her lowest charting single right now, according to the. Yeah. Well, I guess her first single from that album would be Bodak Yellow, so I can't say that. But the second one, the "Be Careful" song, yeah, like that's probably the lowest one out of all the ones that have been released at that point. That might have been like. I think I'm pretty sure it was the technically the first one that wasn't Bodak Yellow. Oh, true, that album. True. But um. I, I have to agree with you. I personally do think that Cardi wins it when it comes to the album because Cardi has more memorable songs on her album. Oh, yeah. She has a more fun, upbeat album. Um, she doesn't have as many big guest stars as um, Nicki Minaj does on her album. But at the same time, I think, especially for a first album, first of all, you shouldn't have that many. Right. Because you need to feature why you're the of fucking course. artist. So you're, like, It's your first, like... <clears throat> Look at me. Exactly. This so she's got to have enough time to showcase herself yep. while also having fun with other people. Yeah. Second yeah, of yeah. all, <clears throat> the the because they're not very well known artists or the new and up and coming artists, it either raises the bar. It either raises the bar for that other artist 
or it lowers the bar, depending right. on how that song does, how it performs, how it turns out. Right. Now, for all the songs that she's, you know, done with other people on this album, of course, the joint with Migos, <clears throat> that one's fine. You don't have to worry about that one. Right. The one I'm thinking about is the one with Kalani, Ring. Uh, that has probably raised Kalani's stakes. Oh, yeah, definitely. Because uh, it's gotten more people to hear Kalani who didn't right. know who the fuck <clears throat> she was. Right. And, uh, and even the Bruno Mars song. Yeah. I forgot all about that. Yeah, I forgot all about that too. That just put her into more than pop lane. Yep. So like, I mean, I just think that Nikki, Nikki hasn't done as much this year as Cardi did. But then again, <clears throat> excuse me, Nikki didn't have to do as much as Cardi did because that, Nikki that is, is established. She's established yeah. So Nikki's out, I mean, Cardi is out here just running through the gamut, getting a little bit of this, a little bit right. of that, getting experience here, experience there, working with these people, with that people. So le- legitly, off of sheer the way her album is, the way it came out, and then off of the fact that she's just worked her ass off, even with having a baby, still doing performances, still doing oh, shows, yeah. coming here, coming there, nine months pregnant in a motherfucking club with a bunch of niggas right. that are smoking weed. You know what I'm saying? Like, hey, shout out to her. Man. Cardi did her thing this year, and she turned out a really good product that just happened to be better than the yeah. product that Nicki Minaj propped out. Because Nicki Minaj put out an extra long album with half of it being absolutely forgettable. And let, and let me tell you something, right? I feel like all that is affecting Nicki's music. Yeah. All the all the pressure she's feeling from Cardi, mm-hmm. all because I'm telling you, dog, and it's unnecessary. Just but make that, a good love. What what Charlamagne say? Make a good product, and people won't care. They'll, yes. they'll only care about the product. Yes, that's a fact, and that's why I write a certain artist right that you don't you don't hear too much about. They just drop their album. Yep, you know, they chill out. And, and those are the artists I really like. I I like a lot of the times. I mean, I have respect for. Because it's just like, I'm just going to go ahead and pop this out. You know, y'all digest it. Feel how y'all feel about it. I'll be back when the tour starts. Right. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. That's like Beyonce, J. Cole, Kendrick. Like, right. right. <laughs> like, you don't hear about them niggas wilding out on nah. every, like every other weekend or every other. And these are the top people in their fields. Like, and Nikki the is the top in her field. And she's still out here acting like an Azalea Banks. Yes. Absolutely. Which, did you hear about? Does Banks? Lana Del Rey? Yeah. That shit was absolutely phenomenally hilarious. Yes. I'm sorry. Lana Del Rey, you got a fan. <laughs> yes. yes, that's a fact. Yo, dog. I ain't never heard none of your music, but I'm about to go check yeah, you out. I, honestly, dog. Honestly. <laughs> yo, that shit was funny. She literally told that bitch to pull up. Dog. She sure did. She said, you know the address. Pull yeah, up. I pull was like, up. no, she didn't. I'm with, I'm with all of that energy. Thank you, thank you for down white bros. I love that shit. Yeah. <laughs> that shit was yo, honestly dog, uh 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 what the fuck is this bitch's name? Which one? Azalea Banks. Azalea Banks, yeah. Yeah. Dog. That bitch is fucking like retarded, dog. Yeah, and like, see again she she's another example of one that does so much. You don't know them for their music. Yeah. You know them At for all. their antics. Soldier Boy, her Bow Wow at this point. Like, there's just so many people that you only... To they're, the they're, point, they're supposed to be artists and you only know them for a while now. And it's to the point where you... Uh, like you say, you know, you don't you don't even really know their music. So it's kind of yeah. like... Or, or, or you can't take their music seriously. Yep. You know what I mean? Because you know them from wilding out on fucking social media. And then it's like fucking Bow Wow. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, I'm sorry, dog. But I don't care how good the song actually might be. I just won't be able to take it seriously. Yeah. I just I just got reminded that Bow Wow and Soldier Boy did an album, and I was like, "Oh yeah, who would buy it?" <laughs> you know, it's funny. It wasn't even all that long ago. Yeah, it was only it was like, like a year or so ago, like, something like, like maybe two, two years. years. Ago, yeah. <clears throat> so I was just like, I completely forgot that they were talking about that. I thought it was a joke, and then I was just <laughs> like, but then again, who is the target demographic for this? Because Soldier Boy, I've only heard two Soldier Boy songs. And both of them joints was repetitive than a motherfucker. Right. So, and then Bow Wow, I heard Bow Wow rap since he was about 13, so yeah. <laughs> I don't even know. Hey, he's getting this fucking, fucking bread up and doing TV and shit. Hey, well, did his, he get hosted? Hey, yo. The show got canceled. Oh, did it? Yeah, CSI, something, Oh, something. no. Joint got canceled like a motherfucker. Son, did you see? Son, Cyber, CSI Cyber, that's what it was. Oh, he, was, he wasn't even on like the official joint? No, nah, he was on one of the little offshoot shows. No, yeah. so, did, did you see when the nigga uh, Bow Wow was on the, I don't know if it was the Grammys or something, but he was like doing the pre- Oh, he was hosting the jam? Yeah. Yes. He's like, the Grammys are about to start now. Nah. And there's like still a smooth three minutes before. <laughs> yo. Because he did it like three times. Yeah. Yo. Like, 
I was just like, bro, no one is in your earpiece right, talking about just telling, just okay. talk to some people in the crowd I'm or some sorry. shit. You're telling me. Wow. Nope. 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 See, bow wow. That's where you fucked. And then he started walking around and dancing. He's like, look, I'm dancing. I'm dancing. Oh, I'm dead. Okay, now you gotta tell us what you see. This is why. This is why Bow Wow just needs to fade off into the sunset. Dog, I'm pretty sure go you on this, fucking cake the fuck up, dog. I'm saying, go on this little so-so death reunion tour. Get your money up for like six, eight months, whatever the tour thing. I don't even think it's that long. I think it's like eight shows or some shit. Like, no, it's been downplayed to like three shows at this point. Right, right. So go do your little money for your three shows, and then you ain't. And everybody know you don't like Jermaine Dupree. Go watch your separate ways and do your shit. You yeah. know what I'm saying? But, I mean, go get your money up so that you can keep doing grown-up hip-hop. Dog, man. <laughs> dog, do your fucking movies. Do your TVs, dog. Just do that, bro. Like, that's that's how, that's his best bet, dog. Exactly. Until then, I feel like people are going to remember him for the Bow Wow Challenge. Was it Bow Wow Challenge? Yeah, the Bow Wow Challenge. And then all the foolishness that he does online. Like, saying him, he's going on a private jet. And... Or him throwing up gang signs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> In a fucking club. Going on, saying he on a private jet and then found out this nigga was in coach with the rest of these niggas. Yeah. So, and, okay, well, coming right back, since we were just speaking about Nikki and, and, yeah. uh, and, and. Damn, that's funny as shit. We got to. <laughs> Nikki and Cardi, uh, there was a rumor for a while that, uh, the song Drip on Invasion right. of Privacy by Cardi B, uh, originally had Future on it. Right. And when asked about it, Future denied it. Right. And then all of a sudden there was a reference track leaked that had Future on the song. Then the news came out that the reason that Future was not on the song and denied being on the song was because Nicki Minaj essentially said, nigga, if you want to go on this uh, this Nicki oh, Hendrix yeah. tour in the in next year with me, then you need to jump the fuck off this bitch's song. Yeah. And so Future apparently is a good little boy, <clears throat> did what the fuck he was told, <laughs> and jumped off the song. So that he could go on tour with Nikki. Now, my thing is, I think that's mad stupid. Oh, definitely. Because <clears throat> you're going, you like, you're basically taking out one opportunity to only ever work with Nikki. You know what I'm saying? Like, you could have worked with Cardi on so much stuff in the future. What happens if something happens between you and Nikki? Now, yeah. now that you didn't jumped off of Cardi's jump, maybe Cardi don't want to work with you no more. So that's money that you done fucked up on that side and potentially money that you done fucked up on the other side if things go sour between you and Nikki. That's true. Which might happen because Nikki apparently wasn't ready for their fucking world tour. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> and pushed back the dates and Future was like, well, I can't do all those dates. I've already got dates planned. Right. So. Also, he had to pretty much cancel the... Yeah, they, they think they, they're starting the tour out together, but they're not finishing it together. Oh, so who knows what the fuck is going to go on with like... Yeah. You know, like, you decide to go get this money with Nikki, and then she starts fucking up the money. Yep. That sounds like a Nikki move. But... Yep. But, I mean, hey, uh, she's not a starving artist, so. Right. Shout out to, that, to her, I guess. I guess. <laughs> but, um, Man, what, I, what do you think about that situation? Her being, her forcing. You know, honestly, future. I think it's whack. Um, I think it's, I really don't know why these niggas can't just make music and just chill, dog. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know. Um, I, I think it's, 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 it's super whack, especially since uh, Cardi isn't the first person to say something like this. Yeah, um, I actually want to say that like damn near every uh, like what was uh uh damn what the hell's her name dog uh Papoose. Oh Remy, Remy. Mm-hmm. But I think Remy said that. Yeah, uh, Remy said something about her stopping her back. And just a couple like a couple people in general that like pretty much that. Like you said, stop her back to the point where it was a meme on social media. Yep. Which honestly was kind of funny to some degree. But I'm oh, fuck Nikki dog. <laughs> that bitch is spiteful, dog. She really is. I mean like mad spiteful. Hell yeah. And, and I don't know, I just I just think that shit's whack, dog. And, and honestly, oh well, I guess we just heard academics say that uh future supposedly is doing that with uh with designer. Mm-hmm. I think that's whack too, and I'm a huge future fan, as y'all know. Um, but I, I just think that's whack. And I think you should, you shouldn't stop people's bags, you know. Period. Both ways. Period. Know? Go make your money. Let everybody go make their money, and everybody be happy, right? Right. Exactly. All right. Because you know, it, it's kind of funny because you're, you're. People think about it like this, right? You're kind of holding that against, or she's holding that against future, 
But she's also stopping Future's bag. Mm-hmm. Exactly. She's stopping both Cardi's and Future's bag. Exactly. And people don't think about it like that. Exactly. But, but I mean, I guess she's really stopping more. I mean, I guess it really affects Cardi more because Cardi's the one that is the lowest tier of the three. You know what I'm saying? That's true. So. Uh, all right. Well, why don't we go ahead and go into this um, this information about um, Lil Kanye West and Lil Pump coming out with a song. Uh, You're such a fucking hoe. I love it. And they're my fucking wannabe Lego ass movie music video that went along with it. <laughs> oh yeah, it was, yeah. Yep. Um, what 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 are your thoughts on this song? Look, man. Um. <laughs> I think it's it definitely sounds like one of them. Uh, it, it sounds like what it is, which is a, a fucking Lil Pump and Kanye West collab. Which is like the production is cool. I like the production on it. Um, it's catchy. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm a sick fuck. I like quick fuck. I don't even know what Kanye is really talking about in this song, all the way to be honest. But it sounds cool. Um, that is until this nigga's been cooning it up. For the last couple weeks, but whatever. <laughs> uh, I mean, uh, well, I'm not really a big fan of the song because it's just too rough and repetitive to me. Because like, like Kanye uh, goes off talking about I'm a sick fuck. I like a quick fuck. Why do you have to say that five times in a row? I don't mind that. I, I do. I do because it was it's just kind of unnecessary. So do you, do, you, do you like hate club music then? I'm not a big fan of club music. No. Is it? Is that a reason? Mm, it's one of the reasons. I'm just not very big on repeating myself or having a lot of like super super repetitive stuff. Or right. Just that same thing. Like, watch out for the big girl. Yeah. Watch out for the big girl. It's That's cool funny. when you're drunk and you you in the mood, but like, I feel you. <laughs> I feel you. You have to be in the mood to hear it. Nah, I feel you. Now, since you're talking about cooning it up, Kanye West done uh, took his ass up to 14 or 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue. And slithered his ass on up to the Oval Office, Bruh. right up underneath President Cheeto's feet, and got to kissing. Oh yeah, and slurping. Now this is yo man, one of your top ten, your favorite yo, rappers. Let me just say this, right? This is like when your friend does like some wild shit, but that's your man's, dog. Yeah, and you're just like. Like I want to ride with you, but yeah. this is this is just it's just too much. It's too much. It's way too much, dog. And honestly, let me just let me start off by saying this, right? I felt like because I, I actually heard I'm not gonna say I heard the whole thing, but I heard enough to to get the gist of what he was saying, right? Uh-huh. And I don't know if you noticed, know but Kanye kind of sounds like whenever you whenever you smack. You kind of drift off and forget what you're talking about and start yeah. rambling uh-huh. and trying to just kind of like find your way to the finish line. <laughs> That's literally what it sounds like. Make it sound like I still know what I'm talking about. Dog, he says something like this, right? He gets your attention with like the emotion. He gets your emotional attention at the beginning. Yeah. Rambles off about God knows what and comes back with something that makes sense at the end to make a, a sandwich that we all ultimately digest, I guess. <laughs> Yeah, that whole meeting for me, like, it was one of the most uncomfortable things for me to ever have witnessed yeah. on TV. Yep. Uh, in fact, I could only watch a couple minutes of it because it, it was like a 20-minute clip. Um, and I think I literally sat through about three minutes of the 20, maybe five minutes of the 20, before I just got mad uncomfortable. It was like, okay, I can't, I can't watch this anymore. Yeah. Um, that, I don't even know what to say. Like, uh, now Kanye is like, you know the, the the Republicans usually go against rappers and all these. Like Common goes to a spoken word, you know, poetry function at the White House, and they go, "Oh, well, you know, his lyrics say bitch and hoe and shit like that." Right. And Common is one of the more chill ass fucking rappers. Definitely. So like you know like more definitely more conscious, like not as bad as rappers can be. And they they still went after him like he was motherfucking Luke. You know what I'm saying? Like, and but then President like, Kanye. Yeah, Kanye what? just came out with a song. You're such a fucking hoe. I love it. I'm a sick fuck. I like a quick fuck. And then now everybody's <laughs> like, "Oh, I like I like Kanye better than Taylor Swift because now Taylor Swift don't want nothing to do with Republican." Yeah, man. If y'all don't Yo, get the fuck out of here, that just goes to show how wild and 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 in all honesty, right? Like, I hate to go here, but, like, racist, like, because it's like, 
y'all don't care about black people. Y'all care about what the black person has with y'all. Exactly. And in this case, it's fucking Kanye. Kanye West. Kanye West. Uh, <sighs> it's it's really sad. Like the the Kanye West of George Bush doesn't care about black people yes. to now Trump makes me feel like Superman. You know, honestly, dog, I'm, I was almost in denial at first, right? Yeah. But I really feel like Kanye West doesn't really make sense when he talks. He doesn't. Like, okay, <clears throat> Kanye said, he came out and was like, oh, yeah, no, I've been d- diagnosed bipolar, blah, 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 I've taken my medicine. But they said and it Kanye's, wasn't bipolar. I was sleeping. Well, now he shit. says that he went and got another opinion months later after he stopped taking the medication and it's progressively gotten worse, talking about his sleep deprivation. We haven't heard Kanye say that he don't sleep. Right. You're right. So, like, how are we supposed to know that it's actually sleep deprivation if Kanye himself has not been saying that he has been having trouble sleeping? Right. That's not something that he said he's had. But he definitely signs, shows signs of being bipolar. I uh, know because I have relatives that are bipolar. Not only that, but the nigga just randomly went to Uganda. Randomly <laughs> up and go- when he did his first, when he was doing the the first seven track album, working on everybody else's shit, he randomly got up and moved to Utah. Yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. And then they randomly got up and moved from California to Chicago. Yeah. So, like, this is not shit that you do when you're of a sound state of mind. Just get up and go and leave all of a sudden. That's some bipolar shit. Yeah, absolutely. I agree. I mean, I'm not a motherfucking professional. I've just lived with this shit my whole fucking life. I'm with you. So, you know, like, it's just something that, like... Kanye needs to get back on his mess. But yeah. from what I, from, I mean, from my experience with people that are bipolar, a lot of them don't like to take their meds unless they're severely, severely manic or, you know, depressive right. because they say, well, I don't feel like myself. I don't feel like I'm me when I'm on the medication. Right. And that's what I used to always tell my family. Yeah, you may not feel like you're you, but the you that you are is an asshole. Uh, right. Don't nobody want to deal with that. Right. Which I don't think Kim is telling it's getting through to Kanye. Exactly. And it's funny, right? Because I was, I was talking to my friend, and they were saying that uh, they feel like sooner than later, Kim was just going to get tired of her. I mean, she looks like she is all the fucking time. Yeah. She looks like she has to go like, <sighs> yes. times a day. Like, like, if she was black, she'd be like, this nigga. <laughs> to be honest, she probably still does. She probably does. But, um, but no, nah, like, Kanye is just really doing the most, and he's, to me... The White House is taking advantage of someone who's having mental issues and parading them out like a show pony oh, yeah. because they're famous and have a lot of fans and can affect that message to those fans of Trump's. But people that are Kanye fans are not necessarily Trump fans, and that that shit may not you know necessarily work. I mean, shit, Kanye did lost a lot of fans talking about this Donald Trump shit. You know, I'm interested because he's supposed to release an album. I think he was supposed to release a. This past month, I think. Hmm. But he ended up delaying it to November. Okay. So I'm real interested in how it's going to do. Like, if people are going to still listen or... I mean, a lot of people stopped listening to Kanye a while ago. And that was just from the stuff that he was saying for the last couple of years. Because, you know, I'm going to be honest with you, right? Like, I feel like I don't really give a fuck about what this nigga's talking about. Like, again, same thing that with that whole Eminem thing, but I feel like it's, this is because this nigga's just fucking lost it. Mm-hmm. Like, the nigga just, like, you know what's, what kind of blew the fuck out of me? You know the song, uh, uh, Father Raised My Hands, Beautiful, Moon, yeah. and, you know, that joint? So if I fuck this model, and she just bleached her asshole. Like, why the fuck, like, Dog, like, that doesn't fit what the fuck I was picturing when when I heard Kid Cudi singing the hook. Mm-hmm. That has nothing to do with the hook. Why the fuck are you rapping about fucking a model and she just bleached her asshole? Why, dog? And then, dog, it has nothing to do with nothing. It's fucking crazy, dog. It is. And this is somebody who's made some, I would say, some decently intricate music, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and for you to stoop down to if I fuck this model and she just beat your asshole, it just blows my mind as a fan. Yeah. You know I mean? Well, I mean, I've been saying that Kanye's lyrical, uh, his not his lyrical ability, because I don't think that he's lost his lyrical ability, but just what he's been putting out lyrically has been on the decline for years, and it got it it just like dropped drastically after his mother passed away. I mean, which is I think something that everyone has pretty much made note of. 
But I mean, like, at this, but I mean, it's but see, even in, even in, like, after that, like, my dark twisted fantasy, like, even though it was a little crazier, uh, like, it was pretty good. It was good. Like, it, it was cohesive. It made mm-hmm. sense. But you could argue, right, that, like, and, and man, I don't want to say Jesus, Jesus was like that, but I still feel like there was a little bit left, um, little bit of cohesive cohesiveness left but after that like as much as i might like certain songs i don't like them because of what he's saying i kind of just like how it sounds yeah pretty much so so he's gotten to that degree of music at this point yeah it's kind of sad you know what i mean because one of the best lyrical artists that we had for a long time one of the best artists we had for a while artists in general yeah yeah and he just like let it go to this it's it's really sad it's fucking crazy right because i was listening to uh i think it's in i forgot what song it's in but when he's like uh i think it's called champion where he talks about uh uh i Talks about Lauren Hill and, yeah. and wishing her heart still was in rhyme, and because yep. who the kids gonna listen to? Mm. I guess me if it isn't you. I'm like, God damn, wow. dog, that shit is so fucking crazy. That was a self fuck up prophecy. Hell yeah, like <laughs> shit, like shit, dog. So, man, you know it, it's crazy, right? Because the whole, when he went, to, when he moved to, or I guess moved to Chicago, <laughs> I actually believed that. Okay, you better, you know, be out of whatever the fuck he was, you know, talking about. And then, yeah. Came back with this shit. Hey, well, like I said, Kanye. I hope I hope Kanye gets the help that he needs and the medication that he needs. Because I feel bad just watching him go down this way. Like he yeah. just he's he's just making himself look terrible. And I agree. I don't really think there's a way he can come back from this unless he does something really really strong. Nah, I agree, dog. And, and what has there been like a like a comeback like in hip or just in general? Not not hip hop, but just in I guess. So, Where like an artist was like, got really really hated or really really unpopular and then came yeah. back. Mm. Not that I can think of. I'm trying to think. Oh, I can't oh. think of anything. It'll probably like by the time we have the next show, I'll probably be like, remember when we yeah, were talking about that's true. <laughs> that's a fact. Shout out the weed and short term memory. Noble smash it, smash it. So apparently, forty one of. Drake's people under the OVO camp. Yes, sir. Uh, his producer, I think. His producer, yeah, I think you're right. Uh, was apparently the person who leaked uh, the info that Drake has a baby or had mm. a baby. And this wasn't like he was drunk talking to some niggas or whatever, whatever. Apparently, this man was booed up and was pillow talking with some junk. And yeah. she went out there with, uh, I guess, to. She knew somebody that knew somebody, and she got to yapping, and the yapping information got to whoever got it and passed it along, and then songs were created, and beef was started. And he got the beauty of a hip hop beat. So he mad over here, mad at Pusha T and Kanye West, and Kanye mm-hmm. actually said, "I didn't do it. I didn't do it." We were all like, "Nigga, right. please, we right. know you did." It. Turns out Kanye was innocent. I mean, is that has that been proven yet, or is this just he I said mean, she said? I don't know if it's one hundred percent proven, but uh, this is kind of what I want to believe, though. To be honest, that Kanye is innocent. Yeah, Kanye is innocent. I and mean, Kanye needs a win. <laughs> <laughs> Kanye definitely, yo. Kanye needs at least a win of loyalty here. <laughs> I'm telling you, he needs that because it, it makes him look like a bit like if what Drake said is true, it makes him look like a it makes him look like a bitch ass nigga. That's true. Um, but. I don't know. I kind of want to believe what Pusha T said. You I know? do too. But we're also thinking that there's a conflict of interest if you were to say that, if you were to come out and say that Kanye told him that because he's his fucking boss. Yeah. Pusha T is the second in command in good music. Oh yeah, that is true. He's like the CEO. Yeah, I think. CEO. But I remember that now. So it'll be kind of. So I mean, I'm not saying that what he's saying is wrong, right? But what I'm saying is, I feel like you have to take it with a grain of salt. Yeah. I don't know if we'll ever really know what the fuck happened. I don't. I don't but think we will. I think yeah. I forgot who I heard saying this. In, in it, uh, they were saying that like Pusha T is more or less playing like mind games at this point because you're kind of planted in Drake's head that seed. Like, damn, can I really trust this nigga? Like, I know y'all can't see me, but I got this big ass cheesy grin on my face. Yes, like <laughs> yes. So you know what I mean. That would be. Dog, you know what's so fucking crazy, right? What? The crazy thing is, I, re- like, I'm not saying that Drake 
can't rap over other beats, but I feel like in order to make the music that Drake makes, like his music, his albums, mm-hmm. he needs 40. I think like, you're right. And if some shit, if that shit is true, right, and some shit happens between both of them and they fall apart, that, the end of the empire? that might be what causes that dog. That might be it, though. Okay, okay. You heard, it, you heard, you heard the hot take here first. I like, I like, I like. We're gonna, we're gonna file that one. And keep it, in yeah, because I, I like that one. Hopefully, I, I hope, I hope we fucking remember this shit. Yeah, no <laughs> but, um, but yeah, dog. I don't know. I just feel like that, that, that could be what the fuck happens, though. Mm-hmm. Since we still over here talking about rap beef, yeah. uh, you posed a question earlier before we started the podcast, and uh, it is: is there a a limit to rap beef. Now, do you want to explain what you mean by that? Yeah, so, um, pretty much, like, is there, uh, I guess a limit to as far as, like, what you can say, who you can say, who you can talk about, Mm -hmm. um, how far you can go, pretty much, as far as when you're, when you're listening to somebody in a song. Okay. Or just in general, like, when it, when it comes to rap beef. Gotcha. Um, and I'm gonna say this, right? I feel like, no, you know why? Because, I feel like if it's beef, it's just beef, dog. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it, 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 like you know. I think Styles said it best. Um, he 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 was saying that uh, you don't have to engage, but it, in war, right? But if you do, just don't be prepared for there not to be any rules. You know what I mean? Yeah. Don't think that the next person is gonna play fair. Be dirty. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. fuck it. You know what I mean? Like, that, that's, I don't think there's any rules to it. So to be honest, I don't think there is a limit. I don't okay. think there is a limit just because, I mean, I feel like, you know, when you grew up listening to, you know, the era that you, that you grew up in, yeah. I feel like there's a lot harsher things that have been said. There are a lot, there are, there was a lot of harsh things that have been said, but at the same time, I kind of disagree that there is no limit. I think when you are, you're beefing with somebody, you're dissing them on record, don't bring up their kids, don't bring up their wife. Or their husband or some shit like that. I feel like those are really the only two things that are off limits. You can go after their finances. You can go after personal issues, especially if they're famous because they're probably out in the in the in the ether right. anyway. Right. But it's just like I feel like when you go after someone's kids, especially like maybe not the husband or the wife so much, but when you go after someone's kids, I feel like that's just a direct affront. Like that's just something you don't do. Like you can talk about. You can like I tell like a lot of people. I've heard the phrase, you know, you can say anything the fuck you want about me, but don't talk, don't say a fucking yeah. thing about my kids. Yeah. But see, th- this is my whole thing, right? My whole thing is, I agree, right? Um, I feel the same way, like, but I feel like if you want to say something and you feel like you can stand by it, then that's, that's fine with me. That, that That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, fuck it. You know, if... if I'm not saying I don't appreciate yeah. the extra. No, look, <laughs> I love the fuck shit. I'm here for the fuck yes. shit. So that's why... I, like I'm sorry, dog, but like when you here for fuck shit, you here for the whole fuck shit, not just half of it. I mean, you know what I mean? Like fuck being PC and politically correct. Like if you here for fuck shit, it comes along with dirtiness. It comes along with feelings hurt. That's just what it comes with. And I feel like I don't know, like because you know I don't know if you've seen the uh, the, the interview where Drake was either Drake was interviewing LeBron or LeBron was interviewing. Oh Drake. yeah, but he was saying that like. Pretty much he was saying that his feelings were hurt by what he said. And I'm like, dog, like, don't nobody give a fuck, dog. Like, at the end of the day, like, if you, like, I don't know. Like, I just feel like he, he kind of caught another soft point for that to me, True. which isn't really saying much comfort. But again, like, I have to kind of echo Charlemagne because it's just like, you can't, you can't tell people how to react. Like, you know, you can't control how people react to things. Like, a lot of people, you know, you know, their kids are very, very important to them. And if you talk about their kids, you can talk about anything but their kids. And then... I just have that feeling. Like, I feel like I'd be the same way. That if you say whatever the fuck you want about me, you talk about my mom or whatever, whatever, whatever. But you say anything about my kids, we're going to fight. I agree. I agree. But see, I feel like that's not for me to feel. You know what I mean? Like, that's for, like, for example, right? If, if, at least me personally, I won't feel a certain way if, like, you and somebody else have, like, a certain, you know, whatever. Like, if you say something about, I don't know. I just, I just, I won't, especially if somebody I don't know. You know what I mean? I don't think as a fan, as a hip hop fan, to me there is no limit because I don't feel bad about you talking anything about Drake, yeah. to be honest, because it's not about me. Mm-hmm. So as a, as a fan, I don't think there's a limit. But if you feel there's a limit, then that's you as a man, you know, and it's up for you to, I guess, enforce it or not. You yeah. know what I mean? So 
Well, I mean, like you said, just it's just difference, really difference yeah. of opinion and yeah, difference of view on the subject. Like I said, pretty much anything else is on the table, in my opinion, when you're beefing with somebody, just leave the kids out of it. So what about the whole 40 thing about him? Because that, that was what Drake said was the big deal. He said he didn't care about the whole kid or his parents even, because mm-hmm. I think he rapped about his parents. And uh, his whole thing was the whole him rapping about uh, 40 having... Some kind of disease. I forgot what disease it is, but. Uh, does he have cancer or some shit? He doesn't have cancer. He has, uh, I want to say what, I, I forgot he what. Something. He, he has something that's okay. like, I, I don't, I don't know if it's life threatening, but I think it is kind of serious. I don't, they kept, somebody kept saying he was dying. So like, I, I feel like it was cancer, but I don't know. No, it's not, I, I know it's not cancer. They've said it, but I can't think of it right now. Okay. But, um, regardless, that's what he was saying. That's what Drake was saying that, um, I guess affected him the most. But I feel like that's, dog. Like, I don't know, son. Like, I feel like that's that's kind of, it's kind of weak to me. Like, I feel like when when you, especially when you come at somebody, you can't expect for them. To, like you said, when you come at somebody, you don't know how they're gonna react. That's so, true. like, you can't be mad at somebody for reacting a certain way because yeah. you, you know, they don't have how they react. That's, that's how, how they react. That's how they react. Exactly. So that that's my whole thing. Yeah. Um, because. Drake was the one who he was responding to Drake, mm-hmm. at least in, in on that song. Yeah. So you can't be mad at him because Drake came hard, and I'm not saying he, he he passed the line, but he came hard at pushing. So he he really had no choice but to come however he could. And it's a fight. It's like a fight. Like yeah. let's say you're whooping my ass, right? And I see a fucking stick on the floor. Fucking nigga, it's a fight, dog. Exactly. I don't do. Okay. I don't do. That's why I tell people I, I fight dirty. You got to knock me the fuck yeah. out and kill me, dog. Yeah. I'm going to keep getting up and fuck abuse, whatever the fuck just, I can to win. But see, it, it, I, I equate that to the same here and um, especially hip hop. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, um, it's an aggressive thing. You know what I mean? Well, so, I mean, you got to think about it. There's, in a street fight, there is essentially no rules except for a few rules, unwritten rules, unwritten especially rules, when it comes yeah. to men. Right. Like, don't hit each other in the balls. Right, right, yeah. Shit like that. Like, that's always a, kind of an unwritten rule when two guys fight. I feel like that's the same thing in hip-hop, where it's like anything goes except for fucking children and shit like that. Ah, uh, to me, is fuck it. I'm going to talk about your kids, <laughs> your grandma. Disrespectful nigga. I love it, dog. <laughs> I love it, dog. I love it. I love it. You know... There's a line, I know this is fucking random, but there's a line that I love, I don't know why, about, uh, it's on the locks, uh, We Are The Streets, yeah. the, the first song, or I think it's the second song, Fuck You, uh, I tell you in your face, fuck you, <laughs> bullet off my waist, hit you up, fuck you, and watch you die on these streets, fuck you, whoever feels sad at the funeral, fuck them too. <laughs> Yo. Well, one, of the, one of the most realest lines I felt I, like I ever heard that, uh, on a... <laughs> Was actually on a Queen Latifah record. Oh, wow. And she said, You diss me on record, you see me fight. That was it. Point, I love point it. period. <laughs> Yo, I love that energy, man. <laughs> I love it. I was like, Okay, she ain't about, she about that bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, that would be crazy, right? Like, if people really were like that, where it's like, Yo, look. If you talk shit about me, I'm not gonna respond to you on the song. I'm gonna just fight you. When I see you, pull it it's up. on site. Boom, boom, boom. Whatever. And this is also the early '90s. Like I think this was from like 1992, '93. So you know, shit was a whole lot different. Right. And it was in New York, so New York was a whole lot different. Shout out to New York in the '90s. <laughs> Face slashing on the metro and everything. Gotta love it. <laughs> Gotta love it. Buck quick, buck fit. All right. All right. What about um? What are your views? Did you even hear what Vic Mensa said at the uh, whatever award show that was? BET award show. I actually did. Did you hear what he said? I heard some of it. I heard like the highlights of of what he said, and then I also heard the highlights of his apology. So I actually heard uh, his freestyle verse or whatever. Okay. And I will say this. I'm gonna start by saying this. It was actually a decent. Uh, verse or freestyle, whatever it was. Okay. It was de- it was decent. I, I think he came pretty strong. Okay. But I definitely one hundred ten thousand percent feel like, regardless if this was recorded before uh, X was killed, right? I feel like he was he brought his name up to cloud chase to to chase you know whatever the fuck because okay. I hate to bring up your friend Joe Budden. 
But he said it best to me, right? Like, if you're going to talk about something, why are you bringing up another man's name? Like, his whole thing is because he his apology it was, was... It was about beating women or something like that. It was that. about beating was women. And if you're if, if that's the message you want to push, right, why are you bringing up another person's name into this? Like, that, to me, that's like, you want to bring attention because that person is, like, such a hot rapper. True. Because... At the time, okay. at the time, like, let's say this was recorded before he died, right? At that time, I want to say that all that nigga's, like, legal shit was more or less getting resolved. Yeah. Like, you even had uh, the girl who was, I guess, the alleged the person who was alleged and shit come to the nigga's funeral or his little whatever the fuck. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, I feel like, uh, I don't know. I just, I, I just feel like it was kind of... It's just all around cloud chasing. On top of that, X's mom was at the as at was at the show. And I will say this, right? I feel like that was more so BET's fault. You think uh, them airing that? Because well, first of all, Vic Mensa for saying that. Like, I, I just feel like it was just again, like however you want to look at it, if it was insensitive or whatever. Yeah. Just the fact that he said it to he mentioned his name to he he brought to me he brought up brought to light an issue that's a real issue mm-hmm. and uh i guess use it for his own personal gain kind of okay, like kind of like uh so you so really just vic mensa is, is clout chasing over the whole thing oh absolutely to me okay he might feel that and it's, it's fine if you feel that way but i feel like you don't have to you don't have to bring up a, a certain person's name yeah regardless if this was recorded before or after he was dead true but his his one excuse was though that he didn't know that x's mom was going to be in the crowd so, I mean, they kind of give it to him off of that because, you know, thinking about it that way, you know, you know, I, I don't know if he would have said the dude's name if he knew that his mom was going to be in the crowd. You know what I'm saying? But you're that's right. also, he could have. Who knows what the fuck is going on? Yeah, you're right. Saying. You're right. And, and again, that, that goes back to what I was saying about the whole BET thing that I think they deserve some of the blame because, I mean, they had to know that what he was going to rap because they're, they were pre-recorded. Yeah. It's not like they were live on on you know on the set of, on the spot of the of the award show, so I don't know. I think it's kind of it's kind of crazy that that that, that kind of slipped you know past them, especially them. They knew that they were gonna bring up uh, X's mom. Yeah, so, true. So um, I don't know. To me, you know, especially since Vic Mensa isn't really, I guess, the most popular rapper out right now. <laughs> true. Um. It's it's easy to point to that, and I feel like I I would agree that that's what it is because, um, I mean like like I said, he's not really all that popping. Yeah, you have somebody who just died, and before he died, he was, he was one of the biggest rappers. One, out one right of the now. biggest rappers, yeah. So, I mean, to me, come on, dog, like, mm-hmm. he just reads cloud chasing all around. Yeah, I didn't think about it that way, uh, but I at the same time, like, eh, I really didn't think that that was. I mean, like you know, freedom of speech, whatever, whatever. He's an artist. He's right to say what he wants to say, whether he wants to attach someone's name to it or not. Uh, it is kind of in bad form to do that when that person's <laughs> parents or loved ones or whatever are going to be in the crowd. Again, he didn't know that they were going to be in the crowd because it was pre-taped, like you said. Um, but my view on it, I don't think that he really needs to apologize for it. Like maybe, you know, he was wrong for bringing up X's name. And I do feel like, you know, listening to you talk about it, I do think it was a bit of cloud chasing. But at the same time, like... If all you had to do is like you know take out X's name, the the message would have been that much stronger. The only reason that there's the message is even muddled at all is because you brought up X's exactly. Name. And, and, and you know it's so funny, right? That's the reason why his shit will never take off because we have another person whose shit is a lot bigger than their music. Yeah, like this. Ver- like I said, dog, the verse is pretty hot. Like mm-hmm. it's it's it's. It's between decent and it's between decent and good. Like okay. it's 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 actually all right. But all the attention is on the fucking X line. Nobody's yeah. listening to everything else. That's Nobody, true. and that's the thing, right? Had you not mentioned him, right? X fans would have actually now you lost every single X fan, every last one of them. Dog. That's true. So like, I, I I don't get it. It doesn't make any sense to me. So again, it seems like cloud chasing gone wrong. Because if you look, if you go on his social media, everybody like every last picture is people talking shit to him. Oh wow. Damn, they almost they like Not, the beehive. They the beehive. They the beehive and the and the the barbs. Yeah, the barbs. The barbs be out there doing crazy too. Yes, sir. Man, well, 
Vic, I hope you learned your lesson. And I hope you can bounce back from this. But I mean, all it really takes is you to make some good music for you to bounce back. Dog, from something why like this. is it so hard for these people to understand this, dog? <laughs> but Vic, I'm not I'm about to say Vic Mensa is not really known for making the best music. So yeah. uh, I don't know. Good luck, young man. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out to y'all. Uh, you know, uh, you know, woke for a week and then go back to some ignorant shit. Yeah, too. no bull. Y'all niggas is really though thinking work. that y'all actually. Y'all niggas is really what's wrong with America, to be honest. Oh my goodness. All right, um, so now we're going to the last joint that we had talking about for today. Uh, Young Thug and Birdman look like they're going to be charged with shooting up Lil Wayne's bus. Mm-hmm. Now, that's one thing I've never understood is that so how weird. Birdman and Lil Wayne patched everything up after him stealing millions of dollars from you, him shooting at your bus, him putting dirt on your name all through social media and all this other shit, but still talking about I love him, that's my son, still do you dirty for years and years and years. And this is just like the icing on the cake. It's like this nigga had niggas shoot at you. To me, right, it reminds me of like, like, you know in movies where like, the stepdad is like evil or some shit. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And like around the mall, he's like, hey, buddy, you want to go play catch or some shit? (laughs) But then when the the mall leaves, the nigga be mad like evil as fuck. Yep. So I feel like it's the same shit here, though. Like in in on camera, obviously, he, I guess for whatever reason, he wants to harm Lil Wayne. But he's not going to fucking make it seem like he does. Even though, obviously, he wasn't covering his tracks well enough because I don't know if you heard, but supposedly i think after it happened he called him like a couple times and, and they got the message of what he said i don't know if you heard that joke. but he was like yeah man you know we appreciate you you know business is business you know sometimes shit just happens hmm. uh but you know you did good or some shit like that wow and um like like seven minutes before or like like 13 minutes before i think uh young thug called him like eight times Wow. So that's why they're connecting Young Thug and the whole shit. These niggas. So, regardless, I, th- I just, I feel like that shit's crazy. And- it's so stupid. Like, Birdman, surprisingly enough, has not been in any real trouble like with the law in years. Right. So, the dude to go down for something this dumb, especially after evading all of this shit with not paying... Lil Wayne his money Not paying other artists their money Still out here buying Bentleys and shit For fucking Tony Braxton And new houses and shit For Tony Braxton While you owe niggas millions of dollars Is is Tony Braxton his joint? Yeah I think they're married now Or they're about to be married Or they're engaged Or some shit like that That's so ugly Tony Braxton loves her A ratchet ass nigga True enough It's just like um, Who else likes a ratchet ass nigga? Maya Maya love ratchet ass <laughs> niggas. She went out with his like Silk the Shocker and a couple of other down <laughs> south niggas for a long time. I was like, Jesus Christ. Shout out to them, man. Shout but yeah, no, she love a hood nigga. Shout out to y'all, man. Shout but uh, in fact, she was at somebody. Was it Boozy? I think it might have been when Boozy got out. She was one of the people that was at the jail waiting for her. Oh, word? I think. Don't hold me to that. But she, I definitely remember hearing that she went and when somebody got out of jail, she was there. Right, to meet right, right, right. Sure enough. I don't know if they will smash it. All right, my nigga. Well, before we get the fuck up out of here for today, yes, uh, do you have an album that you'd like to suggest? Yes, sir. All right. Um, I want to suggest "Beloved" by Styles P and and, and Davies that we were okay. talking about earlier. Um, I actually was listening to this joint pretty like I guess extensively, more so than just listening to it like quick joint yeah and um i, I like I, I like the joint um for what it for what it brings to the table um i will say i guess some of the later songs get a little feel a little rushed i guess you could say okay but i will say that um the overall album is is definitely like a, a strong new york just styles and and davies collab i feel like it, it works for, for both of them yeah yeah all right all right, my album is going to be by rapper Apathy, and it's called The Widow's Son. It just came out this year, and it's it's definitely, if the Migos are your favorite or are your idea of what you want to listen to, this is not for you. This is definitely more underground, a lot more lyrical. Uh, he's a rapper from Boston. Uh, he always makes ridiculous uh, um, 
he adds ridiculous lines into it from shit that you know. Okay. Um, and he's actually pretty funny lyrically also. So, uh, but he's also like a legit rapper. Like, I right. think he's, he's a good new rapper. So right. I would say check that joint out, guys. It's called The Widow's Son by Apathy. Mm-hmm. All right. And uh, so we, um, again, we apologize about yes, what episode 50 was supposed to be. We're bringing y'all a regular episode, even though it was supposed to be. Hey, a- take our word for it. It was a good show, but man, our second show is going to be even better. Hell yeah. And uh, again, y'all know that y'all can find us on iTunes, yes, Google sir. Play, uh, SoundCloud, and also now iHeartMedia, baby. Let's go. Let's do it. Let's yes, get it. Sir. So all around the world, back to the United States. We're currently in D.C. We're the root with the new uh-huh. studios at. And we appreciate y'all for DC, listening. Baby. We'll get back at y'all soon with another couple episodes of Hotness and hopefully that panel discussion. Yep. Peace. Peace.